What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Breakfast with Perkins. I am of course your host, Perkins. Obviously. Hope everyone had a great weekend. <clears throat> it's weird saying hope everyone had a great weekend because it is currently what? It's Wednesday. But I upload these on what? Mondays. So your guys' weekend hasn't even happened yet, nor is mine. But by the time you guys see this, you'll have had a weekend. So I guess I got to get the groove of, uh, of getting used to saying that and stuff like that. But I hope everyone was good. I hope everyone had a great weekend, yes, and enjoyed the slight, I guess you could call it a heat wave that we got. I don't know where everyone's from that's watching this, uh, but for my fellow Iowans, we got what I would call a heat wave. Let me, let me, I guess, preface heat wave with saying this. For those that don't know, it has been wind chills of negative 30, 40 degrees in the nighttime. And then during the day, it was like negative 5, negative 7. It's been cold. Today, my car read 25 degrees. Now, you're coming from negative 30, and you're jumping up to 25. I don't know what the real feel was at 25, but that's a pretty substantial. I went out to dinner tonight with a friend, and I get out of the car, and she goes, Where's your coat? I said, honey, coat? This is a heat wave right now. This, this 25 feels like a 50. Excuse me while I bask in this warmth for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I hope, uh, hope everyone got to enjoy what little bit of warmth we have. And I guess next week it's going to be uh, looking like the 30s, but your boy will be in Arizona next week. Actually, when this goes out, when you guys see this, I will be in Scottsdale which I'm excited to do. Usually I try to go to Scottsdale three or four times a year. Anyone that knows me, anyone that's watching this knows I love Arizona. I would die for that state. I love that place. That place is phenomenal. Um, but I try to make it out there as much as I can. Didn't go last year at all because I was trying to get some stuff paid down and try to remain as frugal as I possibly could. Um, but this year, fuck that. We're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna go all out. We're gonna go as many times as we can, so. You know, maybe not the dead of summer over there. Though, here's another thing. You know, let's let's just jump right into what's pissing me off. Here's something that pisses me off. Anytime I bring up Arizona to people, <clears throat> and someone goes, "Oh, it's too hot out there. Oh, the the heat. Oh, the, I can't." What that tells me is you either a are an idiot or b haven't been to Arizona. Because if you live in Iowa or anywhere in the Midwest or fuck, even down south, wherever, where they get humid, humid summers. If you can handle an Iowa 100, you can handle an Arizona 110, 120, hands down. There's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even a contest. There's no, an Iowa 100, yeah, 100's hot. So is 120. But when you have 100 degrees with 85, 90% humidity, so it feels like you just walked into a sauna versus Arizona, which yeah, 110, 120, but your humidity level's at what? 20, 25? Where's my Red Bull? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just had it. Where is it? Is it around here? I had a Red Bull. Did I leave it upstairs? How disappointing. Anyway, I guess I'll just die of thirst. Anyway, I had quesadillas earlier, so if I sound like I'm clearing my throat and all that good stuff, it's because that cheese 
cheese gets to you after a while, you know? Oh, it's so good, though. I love the quesadillas. I guess I'm a basic bitch when it comes to Mexican. I don't like a whole lot of frills. Then again, to be fair, Mexican food doesn't really have a whole lot of spinning wheels, you know, and, and whistles. It's, it's very just, I think Mexican food is literally the same five main components and then they're just situated differently. That's pretty much, you got beans, rice, uh, some type of meat, tortillas, and then like guac and cheese. And then everything, you look at an entire menu, literally you can make that entire menu with six things. I'm not hating on it, this isn't a slight towards Mexican cuisine, don't, don't get it twisted, I'm just saying. It's not too crazy, so me liking my quesadilla, you know, yeah, it feels basic, but Mexican food in general is pretty basic, in a good way though, in a good way. I wanted to talk about, real quick, the state of gaming. Now I know I opened up with something gaming related last week. Uh, I'm a gamer. I've been a gamer since I was three or four years old. Very first console I got was a Super Nintendo. Very first game I ever played was Killer Instinct. Shout out to mom. Killer Instinct probably wasn't the best game for a three or four year old to play, but who cares? It, it doesn't matter. It, it's it's fine. You know what? Shout out to my mom because she never conformed to those parental norms. You know, oh, I don't want my my kid playing this. Or I don't want my kid doing this. Like my mom, I remember one time. This was right when they started IDing for video games. Before you could go in and pick up a copy of Grand Theft Auto Three, your GameStop software, etc., wherever you could go pick up a copy of Grand Theft Auto Three. Wouldn't say a word to you. How old are you? Eight. You want a copy of Grand Theft? Xbox or PlayStation? All right. After that hot coffee mod in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out, they put the hammer down. And I remember, <laughs> I remember it came out and I was like, hey mom, can you take me to the mall so I can get a game? She's like, all right, cool. Now, you know how parents, she, she wasn't in a bad mood. But you know, like when you're younger and your parents have had a long day, they just want to relax. They don't want to hear anything about what's going on, you know, with with the kid, or they just want to come home and unwind. And then you hit them with some bullshit, and they're just like, oh my god. Anyway, so my mom was already on edge because she had a long day at work. Like you take me to the mall. I'm like okay. So we get to the mall, and I go in there. This was when it used to be software, etc. In Hay. you guys remember where that was on the corner? If you've never been or live in Des Moines or out, you wouldn't know this, but people that live here in Merlhay Mall, you know, right around that corner when you walked in towards what used to be Sears, you walk in software, etc. was right there. I walk in there and I was like, one copy of San Andreas for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> so I give him my money. And he looks at me, I'll never forget this, he goes, are you 18? Clearly not fucking 18. I'm like, no. <laughs> he goes, you need your parent. Now, me knowing that my mom was already on edge, it was the equivalent of like, when you get a shitty grade, or a bad mark, or a tally, or something negative, and you gotta bring it home to mom or dad, and uh, you're trying to figure out the right time to bring it to them. That's how I felt going back out to the car and saying, hey mom, can you come out and, and get this for me? <laughs> so I remember I was like, you need to come in, get this game for me, and she's like, fuck, so she goes in there, <laughs> and they were like trying to talk her down from getting me the game, which didn't make any sense. Like there were, t there's, you know, there's drugs in here. 
there's prostitution. She's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Just give him the game. She never folded my mom, and I and appreciate that. Um, made for a fun childhood. But anyway, this is how I am. I go off on tangents. That, I started off with wanting to talk about the state of games, ended up telling you a childhood story that has nothing to do with... Let's plug forward. Anyway, so the state of games right now, like, like I said, I've been a gamer. I'm 33. I started gaming at three or four, so I've been gaming for three decades. I don't see it stopping anytime soon. But I will say the state of gaming is a very interesting one for me in the sense that I feel like it's just completely changed. And in a couple ways that it's changed is one, back in the day, even when I was gaming as a young kid, back in the day, gaming was associated with nerd, geek, you know, that kind of thing. It was associated with kind of like a like a subclass of human being, you know what I'm saying? Nerd, look at you, you geek, you're rolling some dungeon dice, even though I know gaming wasn't Dungeons and Dragons, but gaming had that same, they were kind of swept under the same rug, you know what I'm saying? You fast forward to today, and you got gamers that are living like rock stars. You got women that are making six, seven figure incomes off of, you know, tits up and streaming themselves playing video games. Now, obviously we know we're not going to watch for the games. I'm there to see your tits, sweetheart. Let's, let's not get it twisted. Um, you got professional games, you got gaming clans, you got full-on tournaments. You got full-on tournaments with games. I mean, it's insane what the gaming community is like. And then on top of that, this is another change that I thought of too, development for games. So now you get these games that are becoming more expensive than movies to make. You got your Hollywood blockbusters, what, two, three, four hundred million dollars? They say that the new Grand Theft Auto 6 is supposed to cost, I, I don't know the validity of this. Do not hold me to this. I don't know how valid this is. They said that the new Grand Theft Auto is supposed to cost around a billion dollars. I don't know if that's true. I don't know the validity of that. I do know Grand Theft Auto, did I say, what did I say, six? Yeah, six. I know five cost a grip. I think five costs around like 200 million. Again, don't hold me to that. I don't know the specifics of it. But it's insane. You got these blockbuster budgets for games now. The whole community is completely different now. I remember when I was a kid, for my PlayStations 1 and 2, I remember having hundreds of games, and the games weren't even as polished or in-depth as games are today. But there was so much variety, and studios weren't afraid to take chances, and it wasn't the same cookie-cutter bullshit, it wasn't constant uh, rehashes and remasters and, and, and stuff like that. It was just good, independent, new shit that people had never played or a new take on things. You don't have that now. Literally all you have now, what do you have now? You have everything's a remaster, an HD remake, a, a reskin, uh, a sequel, uh, uh, an annually put out game like your Maddens and your FIFAs, which by the way, if you're buying the same game every year, you need to, you need to get checked out because something's not right up here at that. It's, it's whatever. But I miss that though. Think of like, okay, we'll go with um, EA Big. We yanked that out of the air. EA Big. 
EA Big brought us great games such as Def Jam Vendetta. And I think EA Games made Fight for New York. They also brought us SSX3. They also gave us NFL Street, NBA Street. They gave us a bunch of dope stuff. We, we, did they give us Skate? Big didn't give us Skate. I think that was just EA Games that gave us Skate. But that big sub-genre, or sub-label rather, was fucking amazing. They gave us such good games. I, I know nearly every guy with a childhood worth of fuck has played NFL Street or NBA Street. Maybe even FIFA Street. Maybe they even did the SSX3. Or played Def Jam Fire for New York. Or, or Def Jam uh, Vendetta. Where are those games? Those, those are the games. Now it seems like a good game is so few and far between. I'm trying to think of the last game I bought that was like new. Well, uh, I bought Starfield. Fun game, by the way. Um, before Starfield would have been Cyberpunk, I think it would have been. Which, can we talk about Cyberpunk? Oh my fucking God. Okay. I will say that in its launch, Cyberpunk was a fucked mess. I get that. I didn't have any game-breaking glitches. I did. I had one. And that's when you are at the afterlife, for those that have played, you're at the afterlife and you have to go to pull off that job with Jackie and you're supposed to get in that Delamain that's in front of the afterlife. Well, in my first playthrough, that Delamain didn't spawn. And that was a game-breaking glitch. I could not progress the game, but they fixed it in a patch the next day and I was off to the races. I know a lot of people had some really bad glitches and stuff like that that just made it unplayable it had a really horrible launch but shout out to cd project red because they turned it around and got it good um, it was one of my favorite games pre-patch and update now with the 2.0 or 2.1 rather update in the phantom liberty dlc that is one of the best games of all time hands down i'll die on that hill i don't give a fuck that is a phenomenal game Phenomenal game. I'm trying to think though. So there was Starfield, Cyberpunk. What was before that? That I was super excited about. Red Dead? Not that long ago, was it? The last big five games I can think of that I was genuinely excited for and did well and were good. Cyberpunk, Starfield, Red Dead, uh, Hitman. If you've never played the Hitman series, I implore you, go play. You could probably get it on discount or something, I don't know, go play. It is such a fun game. It's Grand Theft Auto, but in the world of Hitman. Like, not in the sense that you can drive a car through a group of people, but in the sense that you're a Hitman, and it's just an open sandbox to kill your targets however you want to kill them. Poison them, choke them out, shoot them from afar, rig something to blow, electrocute them. Uh, get someone else to come in. It's, it's such a vast amount of options to kill your, I almost said your prey. Yeah, because you're a lion and you're hunting people down. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a really weird time. And I'm not a fan of Battle Royale games. Battle Royale? Battle Royale? Battle Royale? Crown Royale? Crown Royale? Double Royale with cheese? Is that how that line goes? I'll have to look that up. Great movie, by the way, Pulp Fiction. Anyway, that's, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of those games. Here's the reason why, too. Because I have a group of friends <clears throat> that do these 
I almost said these Crown Royal games. They do these Battle Royale games. And uh, you can win a Battle Royale game if you get put on a good team. So if I'm on a team full of just crack shots and crack snipers, I can get on a team, and as long as they carry me, I'm winning. Zero effort on my end. I could hide in a corner. I could get one kill. But if I get on a team that's doing good, then that's a W for me. Now, I don't believe that you should be getting a dub for something you didn't contribute with. That's just me. And I see, like, you know, these, yeah, we got all these wins. Yeah, check out my win streak on, on such and such. I'm like, dude, you got three kills over the last four games. Like, what? What, what are you flexing? What are you? I don't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck what you got going on. It's, oh, my God. I'm just, and zombies. I'm so sick of zombies. Zombie this, zombie, play COD zombies. Hey bro, hey bro, you play some COD zombies? No, I don't wanna play any fucking COD zombies. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm gonna play some real fucking games. Not that COD, by the way, call it, first off, hold on. COD? COD's a fish, you fuck. COD. Call of Duty, not COD. Fucking idiots. Secondly, there hasn't been a good COD since I would say Modern Warfare 2. Which pains me to say because the very first game I played online was Call of Duty 2 Big Red 1. That was what got me into online gaming. That was what I put the most time in. That is what spurred my whole online Xbox Live career was Call of Duty 2 Big Red 1. And then there was Call of Duty 3, which was great. And then there was, was there 4? Well, there was four, but then there was World at War. World at War was my favorite. And then there was Black Ops, and then Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. My lips are chapped. I need my chapstick. Fuck it. We'll, uh, chap lips. What are you going to do? Um, and it's only going to get worse because we're going to get deck below the fucking zero again, and it's already irritating the fuck out. I, I just, I can't even, I can't even talk about it because it's just going to piss me off again. Uh, what we're we talking about, I got to think of something quick because I'm just going to seethe here in anger. Uh, I lost my complete train of thought trying to run away from the anger and now I'm getting enveloped by it. Um, dude, I genuinely have a mind blank. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are we talking about? Gaming again? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. We'll cut that out in post. No, we won't. We're going to leave this shit in. Um, yeah, but Call of Duty, since I can't do that. It's too... Here's the thing, to me right now, Battlefield 1 is the best first-person shooter we've had in recent years. Uh, 2042 or 2142, I forget which is which. I think they're both a real game, but I forget which one's the most recent one. That, I heard, has gotten a lot better, but Battlefield 1, by far, hands down, the best first-person shooter. I don't like new-age shooters. But I did like Modern Warfare, but I like Old War. So that's why World at War, which I think took place during the what was it, like World War II or the Cold War or something like that? I love that. World of War was my favorite. And then Battlefield 1 takes place in, I think, World War II era. And I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Now you got, you got some nigga wall jumping and jetpacking up there and gravity spiking. You're talking about how he fucked my mom. Like, I just, I just, I just got off work. I don't need to hear some 12-year-old tell me how he piped my mom down while he's teabagging me after a fucking 5-0 run on his end. I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm trying to keep, you know... I'm trying to keep everything down, 
you know, I don't want to get the heart rate going too much. I don't want to, I just need to simmer down, you know, just relax. I keep a pretty good bottle on things. I, uh, you know, I don't need to, I don't need that. All. You know, I don't need this. You know, I think I've spoken enough about gaming. Let's, uh, let's see what's on the list of things that, um, by the way, you're going to be seeing a lot of different subtle changes here. So right now this camera on it has a 50 millimeter uh, lens on it. It's, it's a fixed focal length. So I can't zoom out or zoom in. I feel like my head's cut off, which it is, because I can see right there on the screen that it is. Um, unless I get down like this right here, but even then, no. So I tried pushing it, unless I go back further, which I could do, but I feel like I'm too far back now. I don't know. Anyway, we'll figure it out. I'm trying to get it down to a, a constant. So you're going to see a lot of little weird things. Like this light was blue last week. It's not blue anymore. What is that? White? I think I'm colorblind. I, I'm not good with colors at all. It all looks the same to me. I, I don't know. Let's see what else we got going on here. Did you know, and I didn't know this, this is fucking crazy. It also goes to show how sad men are as a unit. <laughs> there is an OnlyFans an AI, I don't even know if you can say OnlyFans on YouTube. OF. There's an OF that is a person that's 100% AI generated. 100% AI. Not a real person. This thing takes in $50,000 a month. Fifty thousand a month for a fake—it's not even real. So you know you got these dudes up here that are just sending all types of money. Oh, let me see some tits, whatever it is. I don't know. Let me see some clam, whatever the fuck they're saying. And uh, to who? Who are you sending that to? What I heard—it's a company that runs it. So some—it's probably some dude that looks like the dude that's watching them uh, sitting there just laughing his ass off taking their money I, I don't I don't get that now I, let me preface something with OF I'm not against OF um, I'm all for people making money how they want to make money I got no issue with it however there are certain ramifications that come and societal uh, things that come with doing that kind of work where I know some chicks don't mind that dudes, like, they go into it knowing that they're not gonna win everyone over with their profession. Then you get some women that are just purely upset. Oh, what, what, you don't like sex work? What's, what's it matter what I do? And it's like, honey, you gotta understand, not every guy's gonna buy into that. Just like not every chick's into mixed dudes. Oh, mess up here and pout? Bitch pissing moan about it? No, okay, cool. Not into me? I'll see you later, sweetheart, no worries. What are you doing? Simple as that, you keep it pushing. I feel like that light's really close. Maybe it's closer than the last time. I don't know, anyway, I, I, I don't, I don't. Now I have subscribed to a few before, but it's always been people that I know, because curiosity gets the best of me, 
and it's just for one month. So if I'm curious, like, hey, how, how well does she, you know, deep that cactus over there? We're gonna go find out, you know, how, how is that reflex, you know? How is her technique? Oh, we're gonna go find out. Take my $7.99. And the second you hit subscribe, you unsubscribe right away. I can piss eight bucks away. I do that every day on Red Bull. I'll piss eight bucks away to satisfy my curiosity. I don't really care. So I guess I can't really talk about dude subscribe. I get well. There's that one dude that spent like who uh, who was that chick? Is it who's it? Uh, some chick. She's one of these hip hop type chicks, and she like met her number one OnlyFans subscriber in person, and he was sending her all sorts. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Apparently, this dude had like a stockpile of Bitcoin, and he was sending her like. I don't know how much through the Bitcoin. He's like, I'll send you like two Bitcoin if you just answer my, my message. Now, I don't know what two Bitcoin e equates to or if that even was the number or not. But I guess my thing is how, how sad of a state are men in where, where that's the norm? You know what I mean? Now, I can understand if a dude wants to pay for sex, like I get that. You don't want to do all this rigmarole of talking and pretend like you give a fuck about what she's got going on. Are you just trying to get your nut and get the fuck out of there? Slide her a couple bills and you go on about your day. But you're not even getting any gratification out of this. It's over a screen. And you're dropping thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars? For what? I, I, don't, I don't get that. But I also understand that there would be a lot of women if men were able to control their dicks, there would be a lot of women that would be a lot. But don't get it twisted. If I was a woman and had the looks to get by in life with, trust and believe. Trust and believe I would do it too. Because I know guys can't control themselves. But as a guy, I could sit there and look and say, hey, these dudes have zero control. And that's, I don't know. And then another thing that irritates me too, is with this, you got a lot of, now I'm not saying, I'm not saying uh, sex work is dusty, but there's a lot of men out here that allow dusty behavior. What do I mean by dusty behavior? Okay. You know those chicks. <laughs> You've seen them. You're in the club. And you hear that. Those kind of chicks. There's guys that will entertain that. And when that's entertained. Here's okay. Let me say this. I dog on women a lot. But I'm also fully aware. That a lot of the things that I have issue with with women are things that men allow. Therefore, men are the reason I'm angry and it's not women. Because women can women women can say, "Oh, I do this for myself, this that and the other." Da, da, da. At the end of the day, we all want somebody. We all do. I don't give a fuck how solo dolo you are. I don't give a fuck, you know, how off put you are, how done you are with men, or how done you are with them. We all want somebody at the end of the day. We all want someone. So naturally, 
you're going to do things that attract the opposite sex. Now, if you're off doing dusty behavior and you realize it's getting you attention from the opposite sex, what reason do you have to change? You get what I'm saying? If I was... If I was on Facebook and I was in like a, a bando, <laughs> some just trap house, and I'm flashing the, the trap money that I made that day with my Gucci belt on, but I'm driving a 95 Lumina, you know, living in just, the place of living in just a tip, you know? For those who don't know, tip, shithole. That's a British term. Um, <laughs> put that in your little toolbox and use that for whatever you want. Uh, if I was getting loads of attraction from the opposite sex doing that thing, what reason would I have to want to improve my situation? You get what I'm saying? So when you got women out here with a gang of ass, but shit personalities, that face looks like it's been hit by a truck a few times, all this crazy shit, but you got niggas over here, oh shoot, Shawty got a gang of ass, man. She's getting all the attention she wants, Albeit it's not good attention, but she's getting the attention she wants. Attention's like currency. What reason does she have to change? So now you got a bunch of chicks that are, you know, doing this dusty shit that don't want to better themselves because they're getting the attention they want from dudes. But on the flip of that, though, the attention they're getting from these dudes, it's the same chicks that wonder why they can't get these good relationships because he just wants to fuck you. You're out here, you know, throwing that pussy like Elway. I gotta find the clip of that song because it's a really good song. Um, I think it's about the game. How's that go? Throwing the pussy like Elway. It doesn't matter. Anyway. So then you get the, you're attracting all these dudes, but all these dudes, they just want to bang you. They don't want anything long-term. They don't want any longevity. They just want to hit and quit. So now you're sitting here trying to figure out, like, what am I doing wrong? But you don't want to acknowledge what you're doing wrong. It's like the same thing I was talking about last week. If you have multiple failed things, if you're fishing, and you're fishing in the same pond, same spot, using the same lures, catching the same fish that you don't want to catch, what do you think, what do you think you got to do? You think maybe you should just use that same lure in that same pond with the same fish over and over and over and fucking over until you get a different fish, knowing that all the fish in that pond are the same? Makes sense? No, it's a you thing. Change the pond. Change the lure. You know? Go, you know there's a there's hundred different things you could do. You know, change change the bait. That's another... Oh, my God. See, this is... I just get going. That's another thing I can't stand is... Complain... <sighs> Complaining, complaining about, yeah, complaining about the dudes that you, I say dudes, I need to, I guess I need to be fair in this because it happens with guys too. I don't see guys do it as much, but you can't complain about the type of dudes that you're getting with over and over and over. Change nothing, but expect the outcome to change. That's idiocy. That's lunacy. That's crazy. That, that just, that just irritates me. But you know what? It makes for great entertainment, so I can't even be upset about that. So, you know what? I really need to get a timer because I don't know how long I've been going. 
this could be an hour. It's not an hour, I don't think. I don't know. I'm trying to shoot for, in these early stages of the podcast, I want to do uh, 20 to 25, maybe 30. That's what I kind of want to do. That's what I'm comfortable with. Uh, that's another line from a Scottish show called Still Game. Um, it's kind of like a comic doing a special. I don't want to come out the gate doing an hour. I need to build myself up in my material for that easy set, that 2025 set. And then once I get comfortable with that 2025, then I could bump it up to the, but I almost want to come out the gate with an hour talking about, you know, hey, watch me. I, I don't know. Um, I'll talk about one more thing here. And then I'll I'll, uh, I'll hang it up where it's at. Um, let's see here. Got my notes again, you know. I feel like D-Ray. It wasn't was that D? That wasn't that wasn't D-Ray. That was um, fuck. Who was it that had the notes? Was it? It wasn't D-Ray. That was uh, there was a comedian. He's a really funny comedian. He was on BET's Comic View. Forget his name. Anyway, when he told jokes, he would he would look at his uh, piece of paper that he had, and then he would tell the joke, and then depending on how the crowd reacted, he'd either go or he'd go. <laughs> it was such a cool little. It was a funny gimmick. It was it was uh, it was fun. Oh, here's something. Can someone help me understand the hype around Coachella? I. I don't, I don't understand Coachella. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, and this is coming from someone, I've been to plenty festivals. I've been to plenty shows all across the country. Coachella as a festival just doesn't make sense to me and I don't get it. And I made a Facebook status about this. I don't get it in the fact that if I go to, let's say, I go to EDC or UMF, everyone at that festival, everyone there, every performer falls under the electronic umbrella. Everyone. If I go to Knotfest or Ozfest, everyone there falls under the same umbrella of genre of music. If I go to Coachella, have you seen the Coachella lineups? It is so, they don't know whether they're coming or going. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like they got, they got like Paul Oakenfold, and then they got Black Keys, and then they got Lana Del Rey, and then they got Tyler the Creator, and then they got a bunch of other names I've never heard of before. Now I don't mind going to shows, obviously, to see someone that I'm into. But it doesn't make sense to me to have this entire roster. I don't give a fuck how eclectic your music taste is. There's, I, I, you'd be hard pressed to find someone that listens to 50% of that roster on a basis. And that's a lot of fucking people. So if you listen to half that on a, on a regular basis, that's insane, but I highly doubt that. Now, if I go to EDC, I can, we'll take, we'll take, um, we'll take, uh, Kinetic Field, we'll yank that out of the air. Kinetic Field is one of the stages at um, EDC. If I go there from open to close, I will know and probably listen to 85 to 90% of the people on that one stage. Every single one of them. That's on one stage. Never mind if you're going to the um, 
the ASOP state, state of trance, for those who don't know, or if you're going to um, uh, Cosmic Grounds, was that the other one? I'm trying to figure out which ones I spent the most time at. Kinetic and Cosmic were the ones I spent, and I knew every single person that was performing there. Every single one. Now there's some stages like your uh, your base stages and your 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 uh, your dubstep ones. I don't really fuck with those. But everyone that I go, to, I know those people. If I go to Coachella, I'm sorry. All right, our our guy doesn't get on for another two and a half hours. So you want to go jack off in the porta potties? All right, come on, let's go. Let's go do it. You want to play soggy biscuit? All right, come on, we got bare time. Let's go. Let's 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 let's, let's kill some time. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't get Coachella. A buddy of mine commented on the status saying, that's half the fun is finding new music. I'm like, I'm not spending festival prices and festival airfare and festival traveling to learn and experience new artists. That's what Spotify is for. That's what that algorithm's for. When I go to a show, I'm there to see who the fuck I wanna see. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. I'm there to see Tiesto and Hardwell and Martin Garrix and Afrojack and, and John Summit and Fisher and I'm, that's who I'm there to see. I'm not there to see 20 acts I have no fucking names of. I, I just, I, I don't, it's a hard sell for me. It's a very hard sell for me. Um, also, one last tidbit, Beyonce overrated as fuck. Um, anyway, so that is everything. I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't know how long this is. So if it went super long, thanks for watching to the end. When this comes out, I'll be in sunny Arizona. Barrett Jackson Auto Auction is gonna be going on. Is it Barrett Jackson or Meekum? It's Barrett Jackson. Last time I was out in, uh, almost like, last time I was out in Scottsdale, the Barrett Jackson Auto Show was going on too, and they had four 300ZXs that went up for auction, and I am so pissed I didn't go, because I would have loved one. I would have bought one. There was one that was in the same shape as mine, and it sold for like 22. Now I know, 22,000 for a 30 year old car, yeah, whatever, it's a bit much. But if you see the price most 90s cars are going for these days, 22,000, not too crazy. So I'm gonna take lots of pictures and videos and I'll try to splice them in. Um, it won't be on this video though, it'll be the next week's video. So I appreciate you guys, thanks for watching. I'll be sure to try to get some cool pics and videos. Um, if you're watching this, Please like and subscribe. I appreciate you guys. It looks like the first episode of this went phenomenally. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. The support was overwhelming. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Um, I'm also on Spotify. I'm also on Apple Podcasts. Um, I believe that's everything. If this were to ever take off, right now I'm just doing it for fun because I enjoy this. Uh, but if it ever takes off, I'll make like a TikTok. But that's way, 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 way down the line. But uh, yeah, please like and subscribe. New episodes every Monday. Beyonce's overrated. All right, you guys have a good one.